Welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. spiritual trailblazer and welcome to another episode of spiritual and apartment living with tia as always this is always my pleasure because you are allowing me in your space you are giving me something that's so precious and cannot be given back and that's your time and i want to say thank you for that and you know this this topic is something that i've been wanting to talk about for a while And I wasn't quite sure how I wanted to approach it because there's many ways to do it. And so I figured, you know what, let me just gather up this information. And side note, the information I'm going to be talking about in this episode is from chapter six, part two, or excuse me, part three of my first book, To Be Goddess. So if you have the book, you can open up to that page and write your notes, follow along. If not, it's all good because this is giving you some insight to that part. All right, so uh, before we dive into that, just to give you a little update what's going on at the Spiritual Apartment Living Headquarters and all that jazz. So um, I say so a lot, I need to practice on that. (laughs) But anyway, I am completely better. I know I had the flu and I talked about it in previous episodes, but I am well, I'm starting to get more of my appetite okay together so those of you who had the flu i am sending you waves of reiki healing energy your way my goodness that was a royal kick in the butt also i'm getting my gym regiment together which is something that's very interesting because (laughs) i actually love going to the gym uh, so if if you're new to this podcast, the main reason why I have a bouts of not going to the gym is because of my foot issue. So I injured my foot years ago, but I had multiple surgeries uh, done to my foot and there's multiple pieces of metal in my foot. And I have these flares, which causes delay and things like that. Long story short. So we are just a few months away from Yatwi. So I'll, I'll be going to Yatwi in Croatia and I want to get right, you know, get it right, get it tight, all that jazz. I would love it if you can send me some of your, your meal suggestions, you know, snacks and stuff like that. I'm not a big snack person, but when I am thinking, I tend to want to nibble on something if i'm watching one of my murder mystery shows i want to nibble on something it's sort of like i have to have something else to do while i'm watching it you know (laughs) we all have our thing so yeah send me something do you eat sliced apples i'm thinking about getting into that you know i would love for you to send me some of your your hacks for curbing your appetite um especially when when you you are doing something or it's the late afternoon you're not really hungry what do you do i'm always interested in that so yeah just you know send me an email tia at tiamariejohnson.com i would love to know some of your tips and tricks for that but yeah i just getting back into the gym figuring out what what days i want to go and 
and uh and and really just do that consistently so that's what's really been going on on the lifestyle front just getting back into the groove of things i absolutely love the gym like my gym is also a spa so i get to sit in a whirlpool it's just amazing so yeah send me those those hacks and tips and tricks all, all that you got i would love it so a dose of spiritual info i decided to pull a card for you guys and what i did was this is via the app uh the good tarot and it's by Colette Baron Reem, because as you know, I just adore her. Um, so the card I pulled is Messenger of Air. All right, and air has to do with intellect, among other things. So here we go. Messenger of Air, opinions informed by experience, adhere to dogma, allegiance to a way of thinking or acting, a learned response, subconscious programming, and swift action or response. So basically this card is saying, how are you responding to things? And also that you need to broaden your perspective on situations, okay? So are you reacting to a situation due to past memories, past experiences, okay? Or are you zooming out? Okay, looking at the bigger picture so you can broaden your perspective. So this is a time to adapt to new way of thinking and behaving. Okay, and then it also goes on to state, if I am swift and move quickly, ensuring my actions are for the highest good, positive, uh, positive outcomes are assured. Well, positive incomes are good too. <laughs> so basically what this card is saying is to be proactive. Okay, don't procrastinate. But, you know, really focus on your perspective and how you are reacting to things, okay? So think about some situations right now. Are you repeating uh, past behaviors or are you broadening your perspective on things, okay? Where you learned your lesson and you're expanding. And that's actually what I'm doing. I had a talk with my best friend right before I started this podcast and I had to zoom out of a situation, broaden my perspective, but it was something that was on my mind anyway. And in a future episode, I'll definitely talk about that, but right now is in the early stages. So yeah, that was something that um, really coincided with the car today. So I hope that you are broadening your perspective and I hope that you aren't making the same uh, behavior patterns of the past especially when it's not for your highest good but when you do realize it take the swift action to be proactive all right so one final thing i have a facebook a private facebook group a sacred space called goddess domain and you can join it via the link in the description of this episode and basically it is a a, a, a group a private group where i just post information about goddesses, spirituality, morning spells, morning rituals, uh, motivational posts, just a, a hodgepodge of different things just to keep you high vibing, get you more spiritual information, uh, lifestyle information, you know, things like that, and to connect with other like-minded individuals in the sacred space, okay, because this is a private Facebook group. All right, so that's God is domain, and the link is in the description of this episode. I would love to see you in there. I'm already making great connections with the women in there, and they are making connections with other women in there. So go ahead and join us. 
All right. So March is Spiritual Wellness Month, among other things like Women's um, Month and things like that. And so I thought, you know what, let's really look at how to see the goddess within ourselves. And I, I really thought about that because as much as we talk about the things that are around us and lessons learned, we have to take a step back and look at ourselves. How do we define ourselves? Are we really spending enough time on ourselves? Because if we don't do things like that, if we don't ask ourselves questions like that, what happens is we sort of detach from ourselves. This is where we lose our identity a little bit. This is where we feel a little bit out of body, meaning that we're not really connected with our physical selves and we don't realize when we gain weight or lose weight, we might feel it, but consciously it's, it's just really not there. You know, we, we just focus on other things, okay? You might talk about, oh, my jeans are a little snug or, or my jeans are a little loose. Oh, I need to get a bell or, you know, but we don't really give it the attention it needs. So I wanted to talk about just how we can see the guys within us, because if we can see the goddess within us, then we have that constant reminder to put ourselves first. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. We have to fill up our tank. All right. Just as the, um, the, the airline stewardess explained, and, you know, the videos explained on, on the airplane, you have to put the mask on yourself first, and then you can take care of the person next to you. Okay. So it's like that. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. There's nothing wrong with making sure that you're okay, that you do whatever it is that keeps you high vibing. That's what we want. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. And then you can take care of other people. So let's dive into it. So while I want to say, I believe every single woman is a goddess. They just need to turn up the volume on that element. I get that not every woman is going to identify as being a goddess, as connecting with the goddess for various reasons. And that's okay. It's not everyone's path, but it's the predominant path that I'm on. And that's how I've been connecting with a lot of women. And I have a very strong connection with the goddesses, but I respect that not all women want to dive into that. So that's one thing, you know, you just may not want to see the guys within you. Again, that's okay, all right? You can still take some parts of what I'm going to explain here and apply it to your life. But I just wanted to acknowledge that because I get it. Everything I say on this podcast isn't gonna resonate 100% of the time, all right? That's okay. So I have met many women who automatically are already into their zone of their goddess energy and they accept it and other women they they have those elements that are there they just didn't know what it was called you they bake or they they are planners it's just a lot of things that they do that are rooted in the goddess um spectrum but they don't know that that's exactly what they're doing. It's like cellular memory, past life memory. Just as I explained in previous episodes, I used to doodle. Well, I still do, but as a kid, I would doodle a lot. And some of the things I would doodle, I end up learning our goddess symbols. Now, how as a kid could I possibly know to, to draw that? You know, like it was impulsive. Like I had to constantly draw this symbol, the swirly symbol or like some 
a flower, a particular shape, things like that. No way I could have learned how to do that. I mean, to the T. So it's there in a lot of women. They just need a little nudge, a little push. So I have some tips on how you can bring that out within you, how you can discover that within you. All right, so one is I want you to introduce yourself to some something new that's of interest. So not something new for the hell of it, but something new that really piques your interest, okay? It may be learning another language. It may be taking up dancing uh, lessons. It may be taking cooking courses, whatever it is, you know, something that's new to you, but it's really been on your mind for some time. Or it could be something that you put on a back burner that has been on your mind for years, okay? And now's the time to tap into that. It's time to acknowledge it, to seek out how you can make it a thing, okay? Next is to get comfortable with that change, okay? So it's gonna be uncomfortable, like a lot of new things, okay? It's a little bit uncomfortable. You don't know where it's gonna lead up towards you, um, don't know if you can do it, right? No one wants to look silly. No one wants to look like they don't know what they're doing, but that's part of the process, okay? And as you do it, you start to get more and more comfortable with being uncomfortable, comfortable with the unknown, okay? And then next is you start to gain a little bit of confidence. And as I'm explaining this to you, these are the very steps that I went through and that I help other women go through because it works and this is a, a process that is subtle but also is something that you can implement in your life so it's, it's user-friendly in a way okay it's not something that's crazy over the top and it's actually not even something that takes a long time to do the results okay go on and on and on it's like the gift that keeps on giving but the process does not take that long and i'll show and I'll, I'll talk about my process after I finish giving you uh, these tips. So now you start to gain confidence with the knowledge that you're getting, all right? So whatever you are taking on that's new or you had on the back burner, at this point, the confidence in that area is spilling over into other areas in your life. For example, let's say you are becoming confident with speaking in public, and it could be just speaking up at a meeting with maybe five people are in there, okay? You, you are asking questions, you're correcting people, you know, you, you, and not correcting people in a way that's, oh my gosh, how could she put someone on the spot? Just saying, oh, no, no, no. Actually, it's X, Y, Z, not A, B, C. Like, oh, thank you so much, okay? Something like that, okay? Now that you can do that, you're more likely to be expressive. You're more likely to share your emotions, okay? You're more likely to embrace something of you that you haven't embraced before because you're confident in doing that. You can stand in your power and, and be okay with that. So if someone says, oh, you're being emotional, you can say, yeah, you know what I am because I'm passionate about this, okay? As opposed to retreating and thinking, oh my gosh, they're calling me emotional. They think I'm weak, okay? So this is where the confidence starts to happen with the knowledge that you're gaining. And again, it's, it's going to filter over to other areas in your life. So 
now you want to focus on the vibe because your vibe is changing okay you are not the new kid on the block anymore okay by this point you are attracting people and opportunities just new things into your life and now that you you gain a little bit more knowledge in what you're interested in you start to see yourself in a different light so seeing the goddess within you is really just a combination of diving into things that are within you all along so that new dancing class you're taking you already are a dancer within you. You just needed someone to bring that out, right? It's, it's just like when you are interested in cooking, you just need someone to direct you, but it's innate. It's just there. Think about all the greats. And let's just go to music and sports for a moment. A lot of times, the, the GOATs, the greatest of all time, their parents have been coaching them since they were four or five years old. Because a lot of times their parents saw something in them. Or maybe the kid took interest in that sport. Or interest in that piano. Interest in that violin. Okay, interest in whatever. And their parents coached them and coached them and coached them. Okay, I read somewhere that Beyonce's dad made her sing while she ran. So that way she can build up endurance. And I have to tell you, I saw Beyonce in concert. She's amazing. I would have ran out of breath the first song. Okay. I don't know how she does it. And well, maybe that's because her, her dad had her sing while she ran. Probably while wearing stilettos. I don't know. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that vibe is there now. Okay. And it's innate. You are stepping into your goddess element, that very essence that makes up you that thing that you're passionate about, that thing where you're the subject matter expert, that thing where you are now uh, meditating. And meditating can be a lot of things, okay? It's just a shift of brainwaves. So meditating for some people is washing dishes. Like I, I can't even make that up. Someone said that for them, meditating is washing dishes because they are just calm and, you know, whatever. So, um this is how you can see the goddess within you because this is what works for you this is where your vibration rises this is where you connect to your higher self remember our past lives are are all in our cellular memory okay so when you are doing these things that really pique your interest and you're passionate about it you're activating that thing that essence within you and that's how you get to see the goddess within you, okay? Little by little, you start to want to do more and more things. And a quick example I give you is, uh, I always wanted to get a tattoo of a dragon. It didn't work out. I, actually, I was a teenager, under 18, so I had no business going into some of these tattoo shops. But um, I never got a tattoo as a teenager. I got it as a, uh, an adult in my 20s. And it started off as me getting the triple moon goddess tattoo and i thought okay yeah i'll get more but i wasn't quite sure what i would get and one by one it ended up being spiritual you know more spiritual tattoos and just uh being expressive of my spirituality and that's part of how i got into my goddess energy because 
I'm expressive in that way. And some pictures you see on social media are of goddesses with certain body art, you know, tattoos, or sometimes even henna, you know, they, they just decorate their bodies in a certain way. So that's how I see the goddess within me when I get a spiritual tattoo to express myself in that way. All right. So next is you start to acknowledge your intentions. So remember when I was talking about earlier where, uh, you know, we, we uh, are a little bit separate from our body because we're not really focusing on ourselves. And what we do notice is, oh, I gained a little bit of weight or, oh, I lost weight because our jeans are a little tight or a little loose, but we're not really fully acknowledging it, like what's really going on. Well, this is where we start to acknowledge our intentions, okay? We are becoming more conscious. It's not just a background thing that's going on. It's not something that we do casually. It's now part of our lifestyle, okay? So now that we're seeing the goddess within us, we are seeing what makes us thrive, what makes us feel alive, what we're passionate about, just really diving into ourselves. Now we get it. We set, we set intentions. This weekend, I'm going to do A, B, and C, but you're more conscious about it. You realize that if you do A, B, and C this weekend, it requires you to do a little bit more beforehand. So maybe it'll be, oh, you know what? I'm going to do brunch on Sunday with some of the girls. So that means Saturday, I need to do laundry or Friday, I need to do laundry. I want to really prepare for this. I don't just want to show up for brunch any old way. I really want to put effort into me being present for brunch, okay? So when I go home, I'm not worrying about all the things that, that I have to do. I get to be in that zone with my girls, okay? And it also applies to other areas in your life, areas where you are focusing on your career, your love life, your financial situation, your physical situation, you know, weight, however you want to look at that, you want to gain weight or lose weight, okay? So the attentions are more solid. There is a stronger foundation. And we have that stronger foundation for our, our intentions. The, the, um, the result is that it manifests quicker, okay? We understand it better. It's not just some uh, something we're saying on the whim, like, oh yeah, I need to lose five pounds. That's an empty intention because we're just kind of sort of saying it and it's just like, oh yeah, I need to lose it. But if you said, I'm really going to focus on losing weight this year, like really focus on it. And I'm not going to focus so much on how many pounds I lose. I'm going to focus on how I'm feeling. I'm going to focus on how the clothes look on me, how, how does it uh, accentuate my curves? That's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to focus on eating healthier. You see how deep that got as opposed to just losing five pounds? Okay. And this is also where you start being vulnerable. And I know I touched on this here and there, but I will say being vulnerable has been one of the best things I could have done. Uh, in my life. And I really only been vulnerable with just a few people I can count on my hand. But I do like talking about how I've been vulnerable with my best friend and it has helped tremendously. So what I say to people is 
it's important to be vulnerable around the right people. I'll say it again. It's important to be vulnerable around the right people. Some people do not have the best intentions in mind for you. They just want to know your business or they are plotting ways to sabotage you. And I know that might sound crazy. Like, oh, Tia, why would someone want to sabotage someone? Listen, there are some bad people in this world. (laughs) And that's as easy as I can say it. There are people who are just nasty people, okay? And some people take pride. They, They are happy at others' downfall. And sometimes these people appear as a friend or appear to care, but they do not. So this is something you really have to think about is to be vulnerable around the right people. So as you talking about your intentions, your deepest desires, things that you want to see manifest in your life, what you are acknowledging about your growth and how you just are, are acknowledging and loving the goddess within you, Make sure you're doing that in a sacred, safe place with people who want you to succeed no matter what, okay? And that's something really that you can determine. Uh, The best way I can describe these people, the people who want you to succeed no matter what, are people who help you to the best of their capacity, and they also give you constructive criticism, okay? So they approach you in a kind way, like, hey, you know, I, I just noticed this, you know, and, you know, you could take it, you know, but just just hear me out, okay, something like that. These are the people who have seen many sides of you and they do not judge. These are the people who welcome you into their home and, you know, they, you, you know, it's a vibe. Vibes don't lie, okay? I go on and on and on about the people who want you to succeed no matter what. They're always pushing you, encouraging you, getting you out the comfort zone. They are presenting opportunities to you. They want you to do well, even if you end up doing better than them because that is not a competition. They don't care if you do better than them because they know when you win, they win. And when they win, you win, okay? So now the outlook on life changes. So this is where you are really in your goddess element. You see what you're capable of. You see your your accomplishments. You see your growth. You see your expansion. And now life looks like um, paradise in certain ways, meaning that a lot of things are within your reach, okay? And of course, there are going to be some things that happen in life that are unfortunate. You know, there are life cycles. There are things that happen. I'm not dismissing that at all. What I'm saying here is the outlook on life changes. So if you grew up with hearing sayings like money doesn't grow on trees, um, you know, I just work to, to pay bills, you know, things like that. It start, it, it shifts now. That mindset is shifting, okay? Because you are so in tune 
to what ignites you that you realize, wait a minute, that God is within me is not going to let limited thinking hold her back. I'm going to be resourceful. I'm going to be able to adapt to situations. I'm going to be able to know when to call it and back away from situations, okay? This is when your outlook on life changes. And now this is when you start to begin making bold moves, okay? Even when you're nervous. And a bold move can be moving to a new city. A bold move can be telling someone that you like them for, you know, years and years and years. A bold move can be asking for that promotion and saying, here's why I deserve the promotion. A bold move can be entering a marathon and you start training for it. A bold move is something that you really had to define for yourself, but those are some examples. You know, a bold move could be investing in, you know, a life coach that you've been watching for a while and you're just like, I'm going to do it, you know, or going on that trip that you've been thinking about for so long, okay? You start doing these bold moves because there's an eruption happening within, okay? Because you have been focusing so much on your passions and looking at what's what's new, what's something that work help you work on your, your confidence and you know your outlook on life is just so refreshing now that there's a calling to do something massive. And boom. And this is something that will come to you, your your bold move. Okay. And then you start to motivate others to change, okay? So those are the steps you're going to go through to see the goddess within you. That goddess that is just whispering in your ear, that just is waiting for you to turn up the volume, okay? And it all starts with what are you interested in or what you have been putting on the back burner, okay? That's where it begins. It's just that little nudge, that little door that has the the crack open, that is just like a little bit open and you just want to open it more. You see a little light, okay? It's just like that. So I'm going to tell you how this applied to me because I want to put this in in a lifestyle example, okay? So... Uh, I use first the the new interest, which is something that um, has been on a back burner for me. So it wasn't really so much a new interest. Actually, was uh, makeup. So I always admired uh, makeup because I, I, it's it's an art form. It's beautiful. And when I was a kid, I wanted to be a fashion designer. So I would just look at makeup and fashion, but I really didn't think it was for me. I didn't think I could do it. So first, uh, my mom helped me to practice with eyeliner, you know, just little things like that. And then my best friend started teaching me about foundation. And then I started watching uh, Amrizi on Snapchat, and she did makeup tutorials, and it was a wrap from there, okay? And if you know her, you know, she did a collaboration with Anastasia Beverly Hills with her highlighter and palette. So you can see the growth that happened there, right? It was just, it was a little nudge. It was something I was interested in. And my mom 
helped me with one thing, the best friend helped me with another, and an influencer took it to the next level, and I started to practice using makeup and playing around with it. It was something that was natural and within me, and my, my love for creativity allowed me to play around with different palettes and see what worked for me. So that's what helped me get into my goddess mode is to play around with that art form, okay? So I was a little bit uncomfortable with this because um, I wanted to make sure that I didn't look like a clown, number one, because, you know, too much makeup in the wrong places, it's a disaster. But also I touched my face a lot. So I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to smear this. It was a lot of worry. I was uncomfortable, but I rolled with the change. I practiced not to touch my face. I also started to get back into taking care of my face. So I had really bad acne growing up. I mean, if you look at some of my pictures now, you probably wouldn't believe me, but I had bad acne for real. I mean, you could have played connect the dots on my face. <laughs> okay. Um, but I started to uh, take different products to cleanse my face and it didn't work. I have sensitive skin and some products just dry my face. Oh my God. It was just, I would get rashes. My face would be red. It was horrible. Nothing worked. I really ended up outgrowing acne, but I had scars. So when I started diving into makeup, I started to go back to using different face cleansers. So that was the change that I needed. It made me feel uncomfortable, but it also helped me to take care of my skin better. So I started to, to grow in this area and love my new look, which meant I started to gain confidence in how I was looking. Before, I used to rarely look in the mirror. I would look in the mirror quickly just to make sure my hair was intact, you know, that, that when I brushed my hair, it looked okay. But now, I started to gain a little bit more confidence because it's something that I was doing that I took pride in, that I really enjoyed, okay? And because of that, I started to accessorize more with my wardrobe. I started to wear different things, you know, be a little bit different, not wear sweaters that were oversized, okay? I started, started to take notice of what I was wearing and started to take a little bit more, um, a little bit more uh, initiative in what I was wearing, okay? So then my, my vibration started to raise because of the, the zone I was in. When, when we do something that we love, we, we naturally feel better. Okay, so I started to attract different people and things into my life. And one of the things that I started to attract in my life were people who would um, uh, help me with the makeup. You know, they just naturally started sharing their beauty tips. They naturally started sharing different things that I was able to incorporate into my life. So now that I was able to do that, I started to trust more of the people who were around me um, just because like I said when you start to develop confidence and you start to gain knowledge in certain things it filters over to other areas so I was able to develop more confidence in how I interact with people which helped me to trust people more because I was being more vocal I just felt empowered okay when I took care of my skin and when I put on makeup and when I start to accessorize and, and pay more attention to what I was wearing and things like that. It just helped. It's sort of like when you wear a really nice suit, 
a really nice dress. You just feel more confident and empowered and, you know, all that jazz. Okay. So my outlook on life started to change because when, especially when my skin started, started to clear up, I'm just like, man, I'm really onto something here. What else can I clear up in my life? And I know that sounds like, wait a minute, how does cleansing your face translate to what else can you clear up in your life? Well, that's just how it works. When one thing works well in your life, you think, how can I duplicate this, right? Think about it. If you were running a business and you made a lot of money in one area, area, you think, how can I duplicate this? How can I diversify, right? So I made a bold move. And one of the bold moves that I made was to wear contacts. And it goes back to the fact that my glasses would break all the time. And I would just get more glasses. I wouldn't really think about getting contacts. But also, I used the glasses as a way to hide, in a sense. Uh, but now was the time. So not only did I get contacts, I got blue contacts, okay? And everyone was trying to get me to get gray or a hazel. I'm like, nope, I want blue. I just like dark blue, and I went and got it. Okay, so that was my bold move. And I started motivating others. I'm, I just started telling others, hey, if you want to rock pink hair, go for it. If you want to get a tattoo, go for it. And I get sometimes you have to worry about your job and things like that. But if you can do it, go for it. All right. So that's my, in a nutshell, my footnote, quickly as I can give you the example of the lifestyle change that happened once I started to notice the goddess within me and noticing the goddess within me just started with and, and this is one way there are man, many ways that i was able to notice the goddess within me but the makeup was a huge step in this because again like i said before something that's innate okay something that interests you and it leads to other things and when you think about it the ancient egyptians they used to use um, like different berries and things like that to tint their lips for lipstick and things like that. So it's an ancient practice, okay? Whew, deep breath. All right, so I know that was a lot of information, but what I encourage you to do is, you can listen to this again, <laughs> okay? You can uh, go to chapter six, part three of To Be Goddess. You can have a conversation with a few women Okay, you can listen to this together, take some notes down and figure out what's one thing you can do right now that can set you on a path to getting back to yourself, acknowledging the goddess within to allow for growth and expansion to happen. And that bold move of getting blue contacts, people compliment me all the time now. They're just like, they would say things like, I'm, I'm just looking in your eyes. Oh my goodness. You know, they would just uh, get hypnotized or something like that. And I try to hypnotize them to get me cupcakes. <laughs> like, ooh, but um, no, it, it's really interesting because I did something that I wanted to do for me. Now, yeah, I could have got gray or, you know, uh, hazel contacts, whatever, but I wanted blue, something just it, within me wanted to get blue. And that's just it. it. That's it. There's no other reason behind it. I just want it blue. Okay. And like, 
I said with the confidence where you're more expressive and the example of the, the sensitive where you stand your ground. Yeah, some people told me, oh, you should have got this, you should have got that. One lady even accused me of not liking myself by getting blue contacts. Here's the thing. It's an accessory. I have no problem with my brown eyes. I just wanted to try blue. <laughs> That's it. I'm a creative person. That's what creatives do. We dye our hair. We get tattoos. We get piercings. We change our eye color. We wear different lipsticks and things like that. That's what we do. <laughs> okay, but we have to be bold enough and confident enough to stand our ground and we can either educate people or tell them where to go. <laughs> but <laughs> I like to educate people and, and, and just tell them, hey, it's, it's, it's an accessory. Same thing when I got fake eyelashes for my birthday. I wanted to try them out a couple of years ago. One lady, she basically wrote a thesis on my Facebook page. Oh, you don't need lashes and blah, blah, blah. I said, lady, I just got it for my birthday. <laughs> I just wanted to try it. You know, so it's not that deep. Um, but I get where she's coming from. She wanted to let me know that I don't need it, blah, blah, blah. But if she just took the time to really get to know me, she would know that that's not, where I'm, that's not the angle that I'm coming from. So anyway, do you, <laughs> okay, honor the goddess within you and honor the goddess within you by doing things that's already within you. You're just bringing it out, okay? You're bringing it forward and you are going to someone who has that expert knowledge to cultivate that for you. That's it. All right, spiritual trailblazer. So I'm going to leave you with that. Uh, I am rooting for you as always. I'm sending you so many blessings. Don't forget to join the private Facebook group and be kind to yourself. Until next time. As always, spiritual trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you and I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.